Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Worldwide Wrap, LGBT news from around the world. Scanning the globe for stories of the diverse rainbow communities. From Australia's Joy 94.9, this is the Worldwide Wrap. And this week we start in England, where British police are investigating whether the murder of a transgender teenage girl in Northwest England at the weekend with a hate crime. Uh, the police arrested two teenagers on Saturday on suspicion of murder uh, after 16-year-old Brianna Gay was found on a path in a village near Warrington, um, around 200 miles north of London. And initially the police said that there was no evidence to suggest the circumstances around Gay's death were hate-related. But this is, I mean, just even the, the fact that um, you know, two teenagers have been charged mm. with this uh, a, an attack on another teenager who was a bit different. I don't know that they've been charged, Matt. Yet haven't been charged, they've so been they are the arrested. suspects. Yeah. Right, they have been arrested. Okay, all right. One's male, one's female. Mm. Interestingly, yeah. But I mean, even at fifteen, that to have that um, that thought that I, I'm I'm going mm. to kill somebody is just. Mm. Um, Worrying. Oh, well, it, it is. I mean, we obviously don't know the circumstances, and we, I mean, it's, uh, uh, we can't uh, you know, speculate. And the police have asked us not to speculate and be wary of sharing this information online relating to this case. Um, there is, um, you know, the family of, uh, of the teenage tribute session was strong, fearless, and one of a kind, and organized a vigil uh, from 1900 GMT in the UK today. It does show, though, um, you know, whilst there might be some countries where um, victimisation and, and, you know, violence against trans people is uh, an everyday occurrence, Mm. even in somewhere like England, it can happen there as well. Yeah, but it goes on the the back of an ILGA report that was released uh, yesterday showing that there was really an increase uh, of violence against LGBTIQ people. And and Um, even the the, the various Prime Ministers, because there have been so many in the UK of late, various Prime Ministers have, you know, spoken out against Mm. trans people, trans rights, all those sorts of things of late. So Mm. all that feeds into it. So not very good news in England. And in Russia, in a move that smacks of Big Brother, or is really like Big Brother, um, they've launched a system that's going to scan the internet for illegal content, illegal and in inverted commas. Um, so they're going to be looking for unsanctioned protests, anti-war dissent, LGBT propaganda, or anything that promotes suicide or pro-drug content. Um, the system is going to be able to read text and recognise illegal scenes in photos and videos, analysing more than 200,000 images per day. That's about three seconds per image. Um, it's a, it's one of the downsides of technology, isn't it? That, you know, whilst um, these automated engines can do some good things for us, this is actually one of the downsides. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the sides as well, you have to set it to... 
decide that this is illegal to start with. I mean, there's only so much AI you can do. You, somebody has to decide Put the what is illegal. Image, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they passed legislation last year um, where they're going to find people who spread um, information that they don't like and they're cracking down on social media sites and news outlets that share content at odds with Moscow's official line on the conflict in um, Ukraine. I mean, it's really just cracking down on anybody that disagrees Putin, with that them. disagrees with Putin. Yeah. Yeah. In, the, uh, in the age of doing a worldwide internet, is it really possible? to stop all this thing. I mean, I guess you could do it like China. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah they, they put pressure better. on the actual companies themselves. Yeah. Say, if you want to operate here, if you want to make money from our people, then these are the rules we work within. And the mm. corporations um, quite often, um, you know, adjust, yeah. let's say. Um, I wonder if there's something that... I wonder if they like sort of like the, the, the activism that the Hungarian um, uh, groups were doing around the referendum. I wonder if, you know, they could set up some sort of mischievous thing whereby you can share content and it sends the AI machine batty, you know. Mm. <laughs> well, possibly, yeah. Let's hope. <laughs> because I don't think any changes will come by elections there at the moment. No, and of course, all of Russian's television stations now are, you know, run the official, they're state-run, yeah. they follow the official government narrative. So you, you really, there's a whole portion of the community that's only getting their their news from those sorts of things. So yes. um, News like um, Russia says the West have promoted the spread of what it calls fake information about its special military operation in Ukraine. Mm. Mm. And now in business news, and we don't say that oh. terribly often on this show, uh, in business news, um, there's a report has come out detailing the obstacles that LGBTQ entrepreneurs face. Uh, it's a new report from Proud Ventures that highlights some of the barriers it's a really, really the first comprehensive data on uh, LGBT founders, entrepreneurs, venture capitalists, those sorts of people. And basically it's found that 75% of LGBTQ founders and 79% of investors hide their identity in some way from other investors. So it's sort of like, you know, the Shark Tank show, those sorts of things. Mm presenting your pitch to people to get money and, um, you know, being worried about your sexuality and being worried about who you are. Um, and 57% of non-binary and tra trans founders um, said they would never disclose their identity. I wonder if this is a, a generational thing and the, the, the funders are probably, you know, in order to have a quantum of assets, you probably, it, it tends to happen later in life. Maybe... They're fearful that you know a, that generation is not as embracing of. Well, it's possible, or, or just yeah. Mm. For those that do get funding, there's a discrepancy between the amounts secured depending on gender identity. Yeah, that's interesting. So, um, gay founders raised two and a half times more than bisexual founders, and twenty-two times more than lesbian founders. Mm. That's uh, that's quite crazy stuff. It's massive change, a difference, yeah. Now, just wanted to give you a bit of an update on Scotland because we ran our Scotland show a couple of weeks ago um, where the, again, trans laws are in the spotlight. And, uh, of course, everybody would have probably heard that uh, the uh, head of Scotland, the Prime Minister of Scotland, Nicola Sturgeon, um, has stepped down. And so there's the fight on for a new leader. And they are, I think there are three contenders that um, are... 
um, in the race, and at least two of them uh, don't look like they're very favourable to trans right or to well, continuing with the bill that was. Well, the first one has come out and outright said they will not, con- if they're elected, yeah. they will not continue with the bill that Nicola Sturgeon put up. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was also one that was then being used as sort of a bit of a fight on the independence front as well. And then the second one has made, you know, many um, uh, claims in the past around, you know, spoken out against abortion and gender recognition reform. So, yes, the future of that might just rely on one contender. We'll see where that goes. In brief, Serbia. Belgrade's Pride Centre has been vandalised yet again in another homophobic attack. And in Germany, a man has been cured of HIV following stem cell treatment for leukaemia. So that's promising. And in Japan, a survey reveals that nearly two-thirds of people support same-sex marriage. And that's a wrap. That's your worldwide wrap. Keep up with LGBT news from around the world throughout the week. Like us on Facebook, World Wide Wave, or visit joy.org.au slash worldwidewave. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy.